Next Chapter Podcasts. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich, but you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Next Chapter Podcasts presents the Play On Podcast series, King Lear. Episode 9, We Who Are Young. For the best listening experience, be sure to use headphones or earbuds. Just look with your ears. Trust in your own unaided strength now, Edmund. For your soldiers were all drafted in my name. And in my name, they have been discharged. Come here, Harold, sir. Let the trumpet sound and read this. Blow, trumpet. If any honorable man of the army will accuse Edmund, the supposed Earl of Gloucester, of being a traitor, then let him appear by the third sound of the trumpet. Edmund is willing to fight in his defense. Sound! Again! Again! Here! Who are you? What is your name and rank? And why do you step forward now? Know this. My name has been buried by a traitorous worm, but I am as noble as the opponent I've come to fight. Who is your enemy? Edmund, Earl of Gloucester! I speak for myself. What do you have to say to me? Draw your sword. I now solemnly declare that despite your recent victory and your newly minted fortune, despite your courage and bravery, you are a traitor. You have betrayed your gods, your brother, and your father, and you've conspired against this noble duke. From the top of your head to the soles of your feet, you are stained with treachery. If you disagree with me, then I am ready to use my sword, my arm, and my courage to prove that you are a liar. (laughs) Prudence would suggest that I ask your name first. But since you look so noble and knightly, I will disdain the rules of knighthood that say I can refuse to fight a man I don't know. I toss your accusations of treason back at your own head and your hateful lies back at your feet. They hardly hurt you now, but I'll follow them with my sword and will carve the word traitor into your heart forever. Trumpets, blow! So do Edmund! Save him for trial! Edmund, careful! This was trickery. By the laws of knighthood, you are never obliged to accept a challenge. You haven't been beaten, only cheated and deceived. Shut your mouth, woman, or I'll shove this letter down your throat until you get it. 
say your prayers. Look, sir. Read your own evil, you who are worse than words could ever describe. No! No, don't try and rip it, lady. I can see you know what it says. And so what if I do? I make the law, not you. Who dare prosecute me? You are speaking to the very man! Edmund, do you know what this letter states? <laughs> do not ask me what you know I know! No! Go after her! The woman is desperate! Restrain her! She's made her bed, soon she will lie in it. I have done all the things you've accused me of, and much, much more. You'll find out the rest in due time, but now it's over. <laughs> and so am I. <laughs> but who are you who defeated me? If you are a nobleman, I forgive you. I am no less noble than you are, Edmund. And if I'm more noble, then you've wronged me all the more. <laughs> My name is Edgar. I'm your father's son. <laughs> that dark and vicious place that created you was always hard for him to face. And eventually, it cost him his eyes. <laughs> you've spoken rightly. It's true. The wheel of fortune has come full circle then. <laughs> Let me embrace you, dear Edgar. I swear that I never hated you nor your father. Most worthy Duke, I know it. Where have you been hiding yourself? How do you know of your father's misery? By nursing him through it. Please hear my tale. And when it's over, maybe my heart won't burst. To escape the bloody deed of proclamation condemning me to death, I dressed in rags, became a beggar, scorned even by dogs. <laughs> How sweet is life that we'd prefer the pain of slowly dying to death itself. In this disguise, I met my poor old father, his precious eyes, two bloody sodden rings became his guide and led him, saved him from despair. I never, <laughs> what a fool I was for this, revealed the truth till I was armed again. His cracked heart was too weak to bear the jolts of both joy and grief. So, it burst. Your words have moved me <laughs> and may end up doing some good, <laughs> but continue. You look like you have more to say. <laughs> if there is something more sorrowful to add, then keep it to yourself. I'm already about to lose myself to tears. While I was crying over my father, a man came in. He had seen me in my beggar's clothes and shunned me earlier, but when he found out who I was, he wrapped his strong arms around my neck and cried as if he was trying to shatter the windows of heaven. And as he told the story, his grief overcame him, and his heartstrings began to shriek. Then I heard the trumpets blow twice and left him in a trance. Who was this man? 
Kent, sir. The banished noble Kent who disguised herself and followed her hostile king, serving him with tasks too menial for even a slave. Help! Help! Oh, help! Help for what? Speak, man! What does that bloody knife mean? It's hot. It's still smoking with warm blood. It was just removed from the heart of... Oh, she's dead! Who's dead? Man, speak! Your wife, sir! Your lady! She slew herself and poisoned her sister, mm. who's now dead too. She confessed it. Both <sighs> sisters have died under the same tent. I was engaged to them both. Can one call it heaven if we three are united in death? <coughs> here comes Kent. Bring the bodies here, whether they're alive or dead. Yes, my liege. The judgment of the gods makes us tremble, but it doesn't make us pity them. Not these. Make way! Oh, is this her? Lady, forgive me, but there's no time for the greetings that good manners require. I am here to say good night to Lear, my king and master. Is he not here? Oh, what a thing for us to forget! Speak, Edmund. Where's the king, and where's Cordelia? <sighs> <clears throat> Do you see this spectacle, Kent? Yes. Yes, I see bodies. But how has this happened? <laughs> Despite everything Edmund was beloved, one sister poisoned another for my sake, and then killed herself. <laughs> that is love, no? <laughs> Cover their faces. <laughs> These are my last breaths. I want to do a little good despite my nature. Go quickly. Be speedy about it to the castle, for I have ordered the executions of Leah and his Cordelia. Hurry. Send someone now. Run. Run. Oh, run. Where should we run to, my lord? Who has the orders to kill them? Send something to prove that you've changed your commands. Here. Take my sword. The captain. Give it to the captain. Run as if your life were at stake. Your wife and I ordered the captain to hang Cordelia in the prison and to lay the blame on her own despair, making it look like she killed herself. May the gods protect her! <gasps> Don't you love an extra $100 in your pocket? Have a TurboTax expert file your taxes for you by March 31st to get $100 back instantly. Because no matter what moves you made last year, TurboTax makes them count. That means getting $100 back and 100% accurate taxes only from Intuit TurboTax. Must file by 331. Credit only applicable to federal filing fees with TurboTax full service. Offer can be modified or terminated at any time. Oh! 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 You are men of stone! If I had your eyes to weep and your tongues to cry out, 
I'd use them until the sky itself split into dust. She's gone. She's gone forever. I know how to tell when someone is dead and when they're alive. Bring me a mirror. If her breath makes mist on the glass, then she's alive. This must be the end of the world. Or a reflection of the rapture. Gods just let the world collapse and end. Try another way. If if this feather moves her breath, she lives. If it's true, then it will make up for all the sorrows I've ever felt. Oh, my good master. Please, please go away. It's Noble Kent, your friend. A plague on you. You're all murderers and traitors. I could have saved her. Oh, she's gone forever. Cordelia, Cordelia, stay a little while. <laughs> what? What do you say? Her voice was always so soft, gentle, and low, an excellent quality in a lady. I, I killed the vermin who was a-hanging you. It's true, my lords. He did. Didn't I, fellow? In the old days, I would have made them all dance with my sword. I am old now, and my trials have worn me down. Who are you? My eyesight's not the best. I recognize you when my, when my eyes get in touch with my head. This man was the luckiest and the unluckiest who ever lived. My vision is failing. Are you... Are you not Kent? The same. Your servant Kent. Where is your servant Caius? He's a good fellow. Mm. I can tell you that. He'll strike two in a fight. And quickly. <laughs> but he's dead now. <laughs> Rotting somewhere. No, my good lord. I am Caius too. <laughs> I'll get my poor brain around that later. I followed you from the very beginning of your suffering and decline. Yes, you are welcome here. No, I'm not welcome. No one is welcome. Everything is cheerless, dark, and dreadful. Your eldest daughters have killed themselves and died in despair. That makes sense. The wheel of fortune has finally turned, but to gain, only to lose. He doesn't know what he's saying. It's useless to try to explain to him. It's pointless. Edmund is dead, my lord. It's just a drop in this ocean of sorrow. You, lords and noble friends, hear what I intend to do. We must try to bring as much comfort as we can amid this great destruction. And as for me, I will surrender my power back to the king, that he should have absolute authority for the rest of his life. And you, Edgar, and you, Kent, will get back your rightful property and titles, along with rewards and distinctions that you have more than earned. 
All my friends will taste the rewards of their virtue, and all my enemies will drink from the cup of punishment that they deserve. Oh, look. Look. My poor child was hanged. No life left in her. Why should a dog, a horse, or a rat have life, and you have none at all? Oh, you'll never come back to me again. Never, 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 never. <laughs> Please, undo this button. Yes, my lord. Thank you, sir. Do you see this? Look at her. Look. Her lips. Oh, he faints. My lord. My lord. Break, heart. Please break. This is unbearable. Look up, my lord. Don't disturb his fleeting spirit. Let him pass on. He would hate anyone who made him linger in this torturous world any longer. <gasps> he is gone indeed. It's a wonder that he endured for so long. He, living on borrowed time. Padre nuestro que estás en el cielo, santificado sea tu nombre. De nosotros Carry them away from here. Our business is now to grieve. Kent and Edgar, you two should rule the kingdom and keep this wounded country alive. Sir, I have a journey shortly to go. My master calls me, and I must not say no, even into the next life. I travel on. <sighs> so. We must bear the weight of this sad time and say what we feel, not what we ought to say, no matter who it wrongs. Our elders have suffered the most. We who are young will never see so much nor live so long. Will be all right. Be all right. Yes, yes. God is good. The Play On podcast series King Lear was translated into modern English verse by Marcus Gardley and directed by Eric Ting. The cast is as follows. Keith David as King Lear. Bernard White as the Earl of Gloucester. Aldo Billingsley as the Fool. Christiana Clark as the Earl of Kent. 
Gina Daniels as Goneril, Francesca Fernandez McKenzie as Cordelia, Lance Gardner as Oswald and the King of France, Daniel Jose Molina as Edgar and the Duke of Burgundy, J.D. Mollison as the Duke of Albany and the Doctor, Tramel Tillman as Edmund, Amy Kimwashki as Regan, Rex Young as the Duke of Cornwall. Casting by the Telsey Office, Karen Castle, CSA, and Ada Karamanian. Voice and text coach, Rebecca Clark Carey. Episode scripts were adapted and produced by Marcus Gardley and Catherine Eaton. Original music, sound design, and sound mix by Lindsay Jones. Sound engineering by Sadaharu Yagi. Additional engineering by Daniel Ben Shimon. Mix engineer and dialogue editor, Larry Walsh. Podcast mastering by Greg Cortez at New Monkey Studio. Line producer, Jordan Moore. Managing producer, Robert Cappadona. Senior producer, Miriam Lauba. Executive producer, Michael Goodfriend. The senior manager of business operations and partnerships at Next Chapter Podcast is Sally Cade Holmes. The play on podcast series, King Lear, is produced by Next Chapter Podcasts and is made possible by the generous support of the Hits Foundation. Visit ncpodcasts.com for more about the Play on Podcast series. Visit playonshakespeare.org for more about Play on Shakespeare. Hear more about the Play on Shakespeare podcast series by listening to bonus content at ncpodcasts.com, where you'll find interviews with the artists, producers, and engineers who brought it all to life. And remember... Anyone can see how this world works. Just look with your ears. Before Shopify, were you wondering, where are my sales at? Now you're selling with Shopify, the global commerce platform supercharging your selling. You have no problem selling online, in person, on social media, and beyond. Gary, easy on the cha-ching. <clears throat> oh, sorry, but my Shopify sales are through the roof. Start selling with Shopify today and discover how millions of businesses around the world use Shopify to ignite their selling. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash listen. Shopify.com slash listen. Next Chapter Podcasts.